All right, all right, all right. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. (laughs) Our family was playing a game the other day, and uh, it was like a survey game, I guess the best way to describe it. My son was asking the rest of us some questions, and we had to answer. And one of the questions were, would you rather be in the Winter Olympics or the Summer Olympics? And man, that's a tough one, because that's one of my favorite favorite times of the year is when the Olympic Games are on. I, I I just love that. And I, I couldn't tell you which one I like more, the winter or the summer. But I will tell you this, when it comes to the Pacific Northwest, man, it's hard to beat summer. I mean, I like all the seasons. I I, I like the Olympics. I like the snow, all the, the things. I, I, I like to be in a place where I can experience all the seasons. And I thing I like about the Pacific Northwest is if I ever want to take a 45-minute drive, I can be up in the mountains in the snow in the winter. If I want to take a, an hour or two drive, I can be at the at the ocean but when it comes to the summer there's not much of a better place to be than the pacific northwest it's like paradise here i mean if there was a there's a reason why people put up with a lot of um the overcast and the the rainfall here because summer is absolutely perfect i mean if there was a a thermostat uh, just for outside i don't think you'd touch it I mean, it's between 72 and 78 every day. I mean, most people don't have screen doors. Most people don't have air conditioners simply because we don't we don't need them. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful here in the summer. And when I think about happy life, summertime is just, a, it's a great season. I, I like all the seasons, like I said, but out here, summer is just amazing. And when, when I think of summertime as a kid, um, I grew up in the Midwest, but um, my dad was the was the perfecter of the $100 vacation. I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of money, so my mom and dad know how to make money stretch, I'm telling you. We would coast into the driveway after our vacation with just fumes left in the gas tank. And my my memories of summer vacation with the family are just amazing. I just have all these cool feelings inside, and I have so many summer vacation stories. Maybe I need to do do a few podcasts on summer vacation because we've got some... We've got some <laughs> fun stories. The, the thing that's the thing that's funny to me is is that how how when I look at my summer vacation, I have such great memories. But when I look back at it, some of my memories were not enjoyable. I mean, I had car sickness, and uh, we didn't fly anywhere. I didn't get on the airplane until. I had to fly somewhere with my college choir and raise the money, and I've never been on an airplane up to that point. So we drove everywhere, and I mean, we drove everywhere. I mean, we would go on vacations across the country, 10, 11, 12-hour days, and I have car sickness, right? And then you have the whole, we're cramped in the back seat of the car, and it was okay when it was just me. I'm, I'm the oldest, but when I my brother came along, that was, I guess that was okay. We got used to that because there was a that line down the middle, the back seat, you know, half was mine, half was his. And if we crossed it and made mom and dad too angry, well, then the, the, the 
hand came back there and started flailing around the air for my dad. Don't make me stop this car. Who did that? You stop doing that right now, you know. And, <laughs> you know, we were like Muhammad Ali, man, just shucking and jiving, just dodging a flailing arm. <laughs> but we knew dad wasn't going to stop the car. And, and, and we, we could tell he was getting ready to stop the car. Then we would begin to change our song and dance a little bit. The problem was is when the third child came along, when my sister came along, hey, my brother and I, we had already established our, our areas in the back seat. We already established whose was what. So when my sister came down, she had to sit in the middle. And the way we saw it, half my sister was for me and half my sister was for my brother. I mean, <laughs> it got it got pretty... Uh, I mean, there's some 10-hour trips where we're pushing each other's buttons like that all the time. That wasn't too enjoyable. Um, my Since my dad could manage on $100, I mean, we we go to the gas station. I remember just asking for a can of pop. But then my brother or sister, well, I want one. So then my dad would buy us one, one. I mean, one for all three of us. And then we'd have to share. <laughs> that, that that didn't go too well at all. You know, and then you're hoping when you get a hotel at night, we always stayed at people's houses, which was okay, I guess. But we we're always open for that hotel. And we got the hotel. Can we stay at that one? That one's got a pool. No, that one's a little bit more expensive. And we could never stay that. And, and, and those aren't big deals. But when you're a kid, everything seems to be a big deal, you know, and when I'm sitting there trying to not feel sick when we're driving through mountains or whatever and, and the, the drive is long, man, those got to be some long days. But then I'm surprised at myself when I look back at my vacation, I have all these happy memories. And it's not that that I'm ignoring the things that I didn't like, the long hours. Even when I look on those things, they're happy to me. I mean, some of the things that used to drive me crazy, now I can laugh at them. And isn't that kind of true with life? I mean, wouldn't it be great if life could be like a vacation? And I think sometimes when we think of happy life, that's what we want. We want all the pressure to go away. We want all the negative things to go away. We we want to fly there instead of drive there, if you know what I mean symbolically. But I'm, I'm talking about a happiness here that goes beyond circumstantial evidence. I mean, the mere definition of happy life is to sustain and to secure. So you have to get and you have to keep. To secure and sustain joy in every circumstance. I'm not talking about the happiness because life is a vacation, because everything is going perfectly. I'll be happy at that point. Because if that's the case, like I've said in some of my other podcasts and in the book, that if that's the case, I'm rarely going to be happy. But but we're talking about a happiness that goes deeper than that. There's those people that just seem to be on their A game, that just seem to be no matter what comes at them. I mean, one of my favorite weeks of the year is, is I, I speak at a camp for disabilities and boy, when we look at some of these people, we, we should think that they should be miserable. I mean, they, they have to be relying upon somebody else for everywhere they go, everything that they do. Many of them have to have their, you know, their, their bodies taken care of. They have to have someone take them to the bathroom, have to wipe, wipe their bottom for them. And yet they are some of the happiest people I have ever met. That's the kind of life I want to have. That's what I'm going for in happy life. I, I, I want to be that person that no matter what comes across my path, it's not going to rock me. I can still stay on top of it. You know, a lot of ways, life is like a vacation, at least in this podcast, what I'm trying to talk about here. So let me see if I can explain that for a second and break that down, clarify it a little. Um, all I'm trying to say is that sometimes when I'm in life, I'm going through some pretty ugly stuff or some I'm going through some things that just aren't enjoyable and they want to take my happiness. And many times I let them take my happiness away from me. But then a year, a month, a decade, sometimes even a week down the road, I look back at those situations and, and I laugh. You know, 
when I was in it, it certainly wasn't funny, but and everyone else was laughing. But after I get through it, and I'm and I do get through it, and you will get through it, I'm able to look back on it and I'm able to laugh. Now I'm not talking about tragedies. I mean, when my dad passed, it was it was an ugly thing, and there was nothing good about that at all. But you know, I didn't bury those feelings. I didn't. I dealt with them as best I could. And now years later, yeah, I wish my dad was around. But I tell you what. I have these incredible memories of him. I remember wanting to punch somebody, man. When my dad was in that state between life and death, and it was it was getting ugly, and and uh, we thought he was going to pull out of it there for a while, and and these people came up to me and said, "Well, you know, someday you're going to have good memories. This is all the pain's going to go, and you have good memories." I'm like, I don't want good memories. I want my dad, you know. But they were right on it. I might not have liked how they said it. And I don't know if I'd ever say that to anybody, and. Forgive me if I'm doing that now, because that's not my intent, but, you know, they were right. I have all these amazing memories of my dad, and I have all these amazing memories of my vacations, even though when I was going through them, they weren't so amazing. And I have these amazing memories of things that happened in life that were more difficult, but now that I look back on them, they, they might not have been amazing then, but I look back on them now, and I just have good memories of how I survived, how I made it through, how... Talking with my wife, you know, we're closer together today because a lot of things that we went through. Babe, do you remember when we went through this? Babe, do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And we're able to hold each other's hand and sit back for a moment and think about what God brought us through and how we have survived it and made it. And boy, when a marriage makes it today, that's a big thing. It's it's tough, man. But I'm here to tell you a couple things. Don't let that circumstance take away your joy. Don't let it take away your happiness. And secondly, it's not over yet. Just keep on driving. When I was in the, that back seat and I wasn't feeling well, just keep driving, Dad. Just keep driving. Don't stop. Just keep on driving. And soon you'll get there and we'll have fun whether there's a pool or not, whether we get one can of pop or not. We'll, we will make it and we will look back on that and uh, enjoy it. So my goal is when life gets difficult that maybe one day I'm going to look back on that and see the value that came from it. And I'm going to actually enjoy that memory. Well, if I can look back on it and enjoy it, maybe I can work on trying to enjoy it now. I by no means have that figured out. I'm by no means good at that. But I'm a lot better than I used to be. I hope that helps you in your happy life. Thank you for listening. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy And you will be happy too